Luke chapter 16, verse 19 through 31. Thank you, Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name for this time. We thank you for this word. We step aside and let you have the floor. Lord, let your word have preeminence in this place right now and your Holy Spirit permeate throughout this place, Lord. In the name of Jesus, it's all about you right now. We thank you for a relevant, applicable word for this time, right out of the chambers of heaven. In Jesus' name, we pray. Speak, Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. Let everyone say amen. Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31 says that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of souls, and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his souls. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and see Abraham of all, Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus. He may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is company, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from hence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this house of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Let the church say amen. amen. I, I want you to take a look at verse 25. It says, But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime. And I'm going to stop right there. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a lifetime decision. That's what I'm going to preach today. It's a life, that's what God has given us. Amen. It's a lifetime decision. Tell your neighbor, you got to make this decision on this side. You may be seated if you can. Just talking about a little background here to let you know that if you have a Bible in your hand right now and have a red letter edition, you'll see that it's red. Because what you got to understand, that means that who's speaking? That means Jesus is speaking. And so not only that, understand this, that as Jesus is speaking to the people, he talked about hell more than he talked about heaven. 
I said he talked about hell more than he talked about heaven. Why? Because he did not want us to make hell our home, but heaven our home. So he thrived and strived to deter us from that. So that's how serious this is. And so we know that when we talk about hell, it's not a popular subject. In fact, there's a whole lot of preachers and pastors that don't talk about heaven and hell anymore. Amen. Because when you talk about heaven, you got to talk about hell. And when you talk about hell, you got to talk a little bit about heaven. And so we, we don't hear that a lot. You know, we hear a lot about how to be blessed and how to be successful in this life and hold your head up. It's going to be all right. Amen. But how many of y'all know that there is a hell? And I thank God that there is a heaven. Amen, somebody. So whatever you do in life, your number one thing that you got to make sure is that you're not on your way to hell. Amen, somebody. Called, called, the, the, the reality is and that hell is more than profanity. In fact, when folks start cussing and start saying hell this and hell that, they have no clue what they're talking about when they say hell. They don't even know the, the vastness and the width of that word, hell. If, if, if somebody that cursed were able to go there and see it one time, it would scare them so bad they would stop using that word hell, on, but, but only use it to deter people from coming. Amen, somebody. And so we see here in the text that the Bible is clear, amen, that there is a hell. Revelations 20, amen, talks about it. In verse 10 and 15 to 15, talks about hell. Amen, somebody. And, and so when we look at Matthew 25 and 41, if you will, you can just write this down. It says that hell was made for the devil and his angels. But, but here's what happens. If you decide that you want to join his team, you get the same punishment. What need made for us? So why do you think you can handle? And some people, when you talk about, it, they say, "Well, I'm going to hell. When I'm, you know, I'm going to go party with some of my friends." Let me tell you something. There ain't no partying going on there. Amen, somebody. And that's why we have to live every day that if something happened, amen, we'll know that we'll be at peace with God. Amen, somebody. How many of y'all want to go to heaven? Give God praise up in here. If you don't, just sit there. Just go, go ahead and sit there. You, because you got to understand, life is short. And you understand this, that three people die every second. Look at your neighbor and say, somebody just died. Three people die every second. Guess what? Somebody in here, you know, and the truth of the matter is, somebody in here is next. Amen, somebody. How many of y'all in here ever talked to somebody, amen, you talk to them face to face, but they're not here no more, raise your hand. Somebody in here is next. So you have to understand, amen, we have to talk, amen, to our families about this thing. Amen, we got to understand that it's coming. See, you got to understand death is not an end, death is a beginning. 
death is a beginning to that time when you and where you will spend the rest of your life. Whether you will just spend the rest of your life existing or living. Hell is just existing, but heaven is truly living. Amen, somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, where you going? Uh, now touch him again and say, I'm going to be talking to you throughout the sermon to keep you up so you might well get used to it. Amen, somebody. And, and so the text says, amen, that there was. And many times folk would preach and they say, well, it's a parable, it's just a story that Jesus made up. Jesus didn't have to make up stories. The Bible said he don't lie. Amen. It, it said it, it, it's impossible for him to lie. Amen. That's why even in this parable, he named one of them. His name was Lazarus. Amen. And, and so you got to understand there's a reason why he named. Because with, with God, you have a name. You have clout. You have, you, you, you have position. But in hell, your name don't even matter. And until you receive Christ, your name don't even matter. It doesn't matter. That's why the, the, the demons in the sons of, that, went and that, that jumped on the sons of Sceva, they said, Jesus I know, Paul I know. But who are you? A man stepped to me one time, and he told me, he said, I had a dream that I, I, I met the devil, and the devil walked up to me. I believe that's where he put it, and he said, the devil asked him, said, who are you? When I looked at him, I said, that means you need to get it together and get it together quick. Anytime the devil asks you who you are, that means you have no authority over him because you don't have Jesus on the inside. Anytime the enemy asks you who are you, oh, my, you, you better get, get together right then. Because when he know your name, amen, as it pertains to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then he know I need to stay away from you because you got power to cast me out. You have authority over me. How many of y'all in here got authority? Let me see you make some noise. Amen. Amen. About, that's it. About 20. Anybody else? Amen. Lord, amen. That know that God on the, is on the inside. Amen. So I'm glad some of y'all know. Amen, somebody. And, and so we see here that in the text, it says that the rich man, amen, he had luxurious living every day. Everything was just expensive and luxury. Amen. He had it made every day. He just doing this thing, you know. Amen. Didn't he have to drive nowhere from today, you know. Amen. A limousine just pull up. He get in, amen, and just roll off and just chilling, amen. You're taking it easy. Everything was just good. And then we see that Lazarus, amen, the beggar, amen, but they would lay him at the gate every day. And it was not that the rich man couldn't help. He chose not to. Not only did he choose not to help, he, cho he chose not to receive Christ. Don't, don't get it twisted now. Amen. Because amen, the, the Bible talks about being riches, but it says it's okay to have riches. Just don't let riches have you. Hey, because there's some millionaires in here right now. That one over there. Anybody else? Amen, somebody. 
And so we have to understand what the text is saying. Amen. He was loving money, but not God. And so he's in purple and fine linen every day. Every time you saw him, he was just sharp. Amen. And just royalty. I mean, he had status in the area, but then here you see the beggar. Amen. Named Lazarus. Amen. At the gate. And let me stop right here and do a commercial because understand that Lazarus means that God had help. It means God has help. Now, how many of y'all know if it had not been for the Lord on your side? Anybody here glad that God helped you? Oh, I'm so glad. You got to understand, he helped you. He's helping you right now. Just blow on your hand. That's him right there because your next breath is in his hand. That's why I don't mind giving God praise because he could whoo, take the breath from me right now. I just need about 5.7 of y'all to give him praise up in here right now. Amen. That know that your next step, that your next thought, that your next move is in his hand. My God, my God. That's why when I come in church, it doesn't matter if it's a small church, if it's a medium church, if it's a large church, I'm going to give him praise. I think I got somebody in here that knows what I'm talking about that's going to give him praise. Enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Enter into his prayer. You got to enter him with praise. When you come in, you got to enter with thanksgiving and praise. How many of y'all know that? Amen. How many of y'all enter, enter the day with a little Thanksgiving on you? I, I know your neighbor might have, might have entered, amen, looking like they've been sucking on lemons, amen, but give God praise right now. My God, my God. See, when you begin to pray, how many of y'all know praise, that, that, you know, it's like fire. It'll jump around. And see, if you praise them hard enough, your neighbor might throw that little hand up with you. Somebody shot fly up in here. Woo! I, I, I'm sorry. Yes, I tell you, I'm sorry if I stepped on your Stacy Adam. I, I, I'm sorry I stepped on your Nike or if I stepped on your stocking. Amen. But I got to give God some praise. It's going to be like this throughout the service, so you might want to slide over just a little bit. Somebody give God praise. God, my God. And it said that Lazarus was laying there and said he desired to be fed. He desired to be fed. And, and the thing about it is he desired to be fed just for, with the crumbs that fell from the table. Now, what you want, what you want uh, I want you to understand is back in this time, if you look at some of the history, what they did back in this time, now you got to understand what kind of crumbs they, 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 these were. They, these were not just, you know, crumbs that fell from the cake and you know, it was, still, it, it was still clean, and he reached down there and get them. Because some of y'all, if you be in a restaurant, sometimes you'll see people, and the stuff will fall off their plate, and they'll look around. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't even that good. See, back in this particular time, they would take the crumbs, and they use it to, to wipe their hands with. And he said, if I, if I can just have that, if you just give me that, and, and, and kind of like nobody showed him compassion. The rich man didn't even show any compassion. And it said, the dogs, it said, moreover, the dogs came and licked his sword. He was laying there with a bunch of swords. 
and they were just and, and when you and when you really studied what was really going on with him, it was oozing. They was just the pus e oozing from him, and he's laying there full of sores. Amen. Just wanting some crumbs, just not regular crumbs like y'all have. Amen. That you sneak and eat. Amen. But 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 these were dirty crumbs. He said, if I could just get that, just get the crumbs. Good God of mine. Ooh. And, and, and so it said the dogs came and licked his soul. And, and what you got to understand, that, that in, when they licked his soul, even the dogs were showing compassion that the man wasn't even shown. And, and when you been, begin to study this, you got to understand uh, your saliva, when they licked it, uh, licked, there's a certain compound that's in saliva that works as an antibiotic. When they licked that soul, that helps it heal. You got to understand, love will help heal. Compassion will help heal. And, 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 and let me tell you something else, because some of y'all, I know y'all thinking about your pet, your little dog you got now, Poochie, and all that, that that you had. Now, you got to understand, back then, they didn't have dogs for pets. A dog was something they would kind of run off and things like that. So it's something that they kind of despised at the time came and licked the souls. Good God of mine. Amen. So it just came and licked the souls. Amen. And helped them when the men wouldn't need him. So now today we call it the best man, best friend, but it wasn't back then. But the dogs came and licked the souls. And look at that, and, and, and you, 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 oh my God, the dogs were just licking the pus. The dogs were licking stuff. Licking, licking stuff that you didn't want. See, see that's what compassion will do. Compassion will come on and take on stuff and remove stuff from you that is a burden. Oh, that's a burden on you. The, 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 the dogs were doing this. And so he's still laying there. And so we see now but that when we begin to look at this thing as the dogs begin to lick him, you know, because we, how many of y'all know you got to have con some concern for people? W one of the signs that you are a Christian is when you have concern for others. See, when you don't never care about anybody and all this stuff, and, and, and you can see a piece of paper laying somewhere, you just walk by it, and you don't help anybody, that's a sign that you're really not where you're supposed to be in God. Because when you sure enough got the Holy Ghost on the inside, you will help somebody. Amen, somebody. And so we see here that when he was laid there, and all of a sudden, you know, have you noticed something? That Lazarus never speaks. The whole time, it talked about him, but Lazarus never said anything. It talked about him being there, but it never said anything. And so now we see here that, that all, of a, all of a sudden th these things are going on. And, 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 and so the death is coming and neither one of them realize. I said death is coming and neither one of them realize it's right around the corner. If you know that you were getting ready to die in a few minutes, would it change anything? Would your attitude change? Oh, I done hit something. I know it. Would you change how you treat your spouse? Would you change how you treat folk? You would have walked in totally different. 
I guarantee if you knew, if you knew you were going to die in a few minutes, you would have run up here and said, Lord, I thank you right now. I give whatever I've done in my life, Lord, right now, clean it out right now. Whatever is wrong in my life, Lord, I know I was mad. I just cussed somebody out. Forgive me right now in the name of Jesus. I looked at somebody funny. Forgive me right now. I rolled my eyes at somebody yesterday. Forgive me right now. Look, look at your neighbor and say, would it change you if you knew you were getting ready to die? You, you would be surprised who would get in their rightful place with God. Everybody talking about, well, I don't, well not right now. <laughs> well, I, no, well, I'm just waiting, you know. Maybe next week, you know. I'm trying to wait for the baby to get grown. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to let it marinate. I'm going to let you think about it. Because it would change a whole bunch of stuff. You, you would be nicer to everybody. And, 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 then, and, and then get this woman, Pastor. See, now, everybody will be treating the whole congregation like they treat you. Amen, somebody. What would you do if you knew you were getting ready to die? Would you give him praise? Would you give him glory? Would you say anything that, that need to be done that, that you don't have, that, that the, the slot's not filled right now? So that'll change a whole lot of stuff. Some of y'all just got quiet right then. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Because, see, you owe somebody some forgiveness, and you know. I can stop preaching right there, right now, and this will be an effective sermon. Because when you know you done told somebody, and somebody said, no, you shouldn't have said that. I don't care. And that's it. That's country right there. I don't care. In the city, I don't care. But in the, you see, but if you knew you were getting ready to die, you walk up to that person and say, look, forgive me. I said something that I hurt your feelings, and, and, and I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Look at your neighbor and say, don't you know that'll keep you out of heaven? Amen, somebody. Let, let me check. Can I get an amen from somebody? Amen, somebody. Because, see, that would change some things in your life right there. Whatever you said. Some of y'all thinking about what you said this morning. Because, see, some of y'all will go off on folk on the way to church. Yeah, I told him. Come on, baby, get the key. We going to church. Amen. But what? But what the text said? It said death. It said it came to pass. What came to pass? Death. It came to pass. You, you see, you got to understand. Hebrew nine and twenty-seven said there is an appointment that's coming, and you won't you won't miss it. You won't be late. You won't be too early. You'll be right on time. Talking about, Lord, let me pray right quick. I'm not quick. Can you come maybe 10 years from now? Because right now, no, there ain't going to be, that appointment not going to be changed. But one thing that you got to understand, many times, many of y'all didn't even realize it. When you received Christ, amen, your date changed. You were headed to a quick death. See, I, I can talk about this because, see, somebody dreamed my funeral and came back and told me about it when I was a young, young fella. 
I was clubbing, doing all kind of stuff. Mom and daddy didn't even know. <laughs> Amen. But when somebody dreamed my fruit and came and told, see, that'll do something to you right there. Oh, yeah, that'll do something to you. And I can tell you right now, I know there was time added to my life when I received Christ. And I mean receiving for real. Amen. There's some church, one church I go to, the same person come up to get saved every time I go, every year. God, man, catch you. Look at your neighbor and say, stay saved for a year. Can you, can you have an anniversary? <laughs> Every year the same thing. I even talked to the pastor. I said, you, are you working with him after I leave? <laughs> My God. But, 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 but three points I, I want to, and I'm going to let you go. <laughs> let me go trying to get me off track. I know where I am. Don't worry. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus. But I know why. The three points I want to talk to you about. The first point is simply this. Beware of delayed deliverance. Well, well what are you talking about? I'm glad you asked. Beware of delayed deliverance. I'm not right now. I think there's some things I want to do. And I don't want to get to I'm not going to change right now. But what, let me ask you, what in hell do you want? What what, what you waiting on? You, you, you got to understand. And when people talk about I, I'm not quite ready. And, and let me tell you this. You not believing in hell doesn't lower the temperature. Some folk, they try to make themselves believe, you know, they ain't, ain't not a hell, not a hell, not a hell. But inside, they, deep inside, they know because it was Jesus that said there was one. It's all over the Bible. And so just because you don't want to believe it, that, that's not going to lower the temperature. Amen, somebody. And, and so it, it lets us know that both of them died. Both men died. And, and, and the rich man, no doubt, when he was buried, you know, the paparazzi was all around, all around the new, it was all in the news. Uh, TMZ was carrying it. Access Hollywood had it. Amen. Everybody knew about this person. Oh, he died. Oh, oh I mean, Sir Billy Bob done died. Everybody knew about it. All, it was everywhere. Big Jean Ding. Amen. Big, everybody knew about it. All on the news. But then it said Lazarus also died. And it said he was carried by angels to paradise. It called it Abraham's bosom. And when you study that, it, it, it simply means with Abraham's bosom. But when it saw him in paradise, he was in Abraham's bosom. In other words, he was leaning against Abraham. Good God of mine. In other words, in a prestigious place with Father Abraham. So don't let nobody fool you, amen, that living for God does not pay off because the pay is bigger than you can even imagine. Eyes haven't seen, ears have not heard the things that God has for us. And so you got to understand this. And so when we begin to look at the text, we see here that both of them died, amen, and, but we see that the funeral was not the end. The funeral was just an entrance into another dimension. And that's what you got to understand. Well, that's why you shouldn't be afraid to walk past a graveyard. 
I can see some of y'all not saved. Some of y'all said it since you say, girl, you know, went past that, cra that graveyard, I just go around all the way, girl. You got to understand, the bodies are already, the spirits, they already gone up. God did not give us the spirit of fear, so who gave you that? Amen, somebody. And, and so we see here that as we begin to look at it, that we know that the funeral is not the end. It's not a period. It's just a comma. And everything keeps going. And so the next point I want you to understand is beware of false religion. Beware of false religion. So you can come to church religiously, but you got to have the church in you. Some people can't say, well, why do you go, you know, and you, you still club on Saturday and you come into church on Sunday? Well, I, just in case. See, you, you got to make sure, beware of false religion. Yeah, ju just getting baptized won't do it. Don't go down a, a, a dry center and come up a wet center. You're just getting baptized won't do it. Hello, somebody. Just because you go to church, just because you, you respect Sunday. It's got to be more than that. Just because you visit the sick, it's got to be more than that. There's some folks that are real, they're morally good. That's why the Bible said the judgment will begin at the house of God. There's another part of the text. It says that you got to understand that it says, where does the ungodly and the sinner appear? You got to understand the ungodly is the same as the sinner. Ungodly means that they're, they're very nice, but they don't have God. They're ungodly. And the ungodly and the sinner, we're in that. You're going to be in the same place with the joker that was busting out windows, cutting and shooting up down around the corner. Amen, somebody. Just because you're nice, but do you know the Lord as your personal Savior? Amen, somebody. Look, look at your neighbor and say, right, you're nice, but, but do you know the Lord? Do, do, do you know the Lord? And, and so you got to understand that. And, and because be, be, be careful of false religion. Jehovah Witness that they teach that there's no hell. Amen, somebody. And, and so you got to understand it. You, you got to make sure that you live out there. And the Bible says there is a hell. Amen, somebody. And, and, and you, how many of y'all have heard of Martin Luther? See, see, Martin Luther in 1483 is when he was born. Amen. He was a German scholar and professor. Amen. He was a theologian, and he later became a priest for a while. You got to understand, he got a revelation as he began to read the Bible, and he says something is wrong with the Catholic ideal of God. And, and then he began to start thinking about this thing, and it bothered him. So he nailed the 95 thesis on the door, amen, of the church, amen, and this was the Wittenberg Castle Church. He nailed the 95 thesis on there. It was 95 things that he found in the Bible, amen, that, that talks and, and distorts what the Catholic faith believes. And he said, I got a problem with that. He began to look at it. He said, I got a problem with that because there's some things that he could not go along with, and he had issues with that, with Catholicism. He said, first of all, he said that the, that the Pope cannot be the ultimate authority. He said the word of God is the ultimate authority. Oh, amen, somebody. And, and then he went on and he said, I got a problem with praying to Mary. You know, because my Bible said that I can come to the throne of grace. Amen, boldly. I can come directly to Jesus. Amen, somebody. 
He said, I got a problem. Amen. I, I, don't, I don't think it should be that someone can actually pay, you know, for their forgiveness with money. He said, I got a problem with that type of indulgence. Then he began to say, he lets us know, I got a problem with purgatory. The Bible don't talk about purgatory. When you leave here, there's a place in between. You just hang out and shoot pool. Amen. And decide where you want to go after this. <laughs> So he protested. That's where we get Protestant, protested. And he started the Protestant movement. That's where the evangelism church comes from. That's where when you have Protestant church, that's where it comes from. Amen. We're part of the Protestant movement. Amen. We're independent. Amen. Organization with churches underneath of us, beneath us. But we're part of the Protestant movement because we do believe, amen, that the ultimate authority is the word of God. Somebody give him praise in here. My God, if anybody thank God for that little little uh, uh, church house 101 right there, give God some praise for it. Because you got to understand, there's sins of omission and sins of commission. And what happened here with the rich man, he committed sins of omission. Amen. He didn't do what God had told him to do, to have compassion, to have love and kindness. And the big one, he didn't receive God. He didn't receive Jesus. Amen. We got to understand that. We got to receive Jesus today as our Lord and Savior. How many of y'all received him in here? Give him praise if you receive him. And so you got to understand that. You got to have a relationship. When you get a relationship with God, then it takes you from relationship to revelation. More revealing of who he really is. Anybody getting anything out of this shout glory in here right now? And so that's why when God takes us deeper into the word, amen, how many of y'all have read a passage before and then you read it again and every time God gave you a new revelation? Amen, amen. Because, we, because it's living word and the word of God is the authority in which we live by. Oh, my God, this is good. And see, you, you got to understand, stop saying that you, that you were lucky. Okay, I, I was lucky when I did. No, uh-uh. We as Christians, we're blessed. The world is lucky. The lucky, that's rolling the dice and all that stuff. You know, the games of chance and all that. Some of y'all playing games of chance on your life. And so you got to understand, amen, that we are the church. We are blessed. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. Anybody blessed in here, make some noise up in here. Oh, but they got one right there. Anybody else blessed in here? Anybody show enough blessed in the house? Somebody give God praise in here. You're blessed. If you're blessed, get on your feet right now. Let me see you. Let me see Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole house is blessed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. And the Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. Amen. That's the kind of God we serve. You can have your seat. My God, my God. Let me go to my last point right here. Woo. How many of y'all blessed from the rise into the city of the sun? Just blessed all day long. My God, my God. Woo. Even going through the day, when you get up, you say, I wonder what God's going to do today. Woo, my God. Wonder how he going to show up. He going to show up. Now, now, even when I travel, and, and, and lately my schedule has been just crazy, just traveling all over the place. Every time I talk to my dad, I think he just want to talk to me to see where I am that week. And, 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 and you know, he say, my God, you way over there? But the thing about it is, I learned through my travels, amen, to let God do what he got to do. 
because you never know who you can run up on that need a word from the Lord. Oh, my God. Just being able to travel and represent God. Amen. To let him show up in your life. Amen, somebody. I remember one time, you know, I, 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 I was in, uh, they, they have in, 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 with United, they have the United Lounge where you have a certain amount of miles, you go in there, and, I, and, I, and, and a fellow was standing in front of me, and, and I didn't realize, I said, I know he looked for me, but I said, that guy looked familiar right there. So I sat down, and he sat down beside me, and we start talking. It was LL Cool J. Any of y'all know LL Cool J? Mama said, knock you out. So, some, some of y'all know now. Some of y'all, oh, yes, y'all, some of, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I got it now, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. For the older people, rock the bells. You know, the, yeah, 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 that's who, yeah. Yeah, some of y'all remember when you were in the club, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but we... <laughs> But we started talking, and then we start talking, and we, it, 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 it went over to religion, and then he began to start talking about his grandmother, how she began to talk to him about Christ. And so, and, and, and so I, I began to let him know, I said, I'm going to be praying for you, brother. Because I told him, I said, because it's all about Christ. You got to know that whatever you do in your life, amen, that it's about Christ. Sometimes God will have you in a certain place at a certain time just to plant a seed. Come on, somebody. And you got to understand when you plant that seed, you're talking to somebody else when you plant that seed. Because they're going to go tell somebody else. And not only that, not only that, God said this one thing in his word that's so powerful. He said, my word would not, it won't return vote. It accomplished what it was sent out to do. So, so look here, I got, to, I got to get out of here. My last point is simply this. What comes after death is to us far more important than what comes before. Let me say that again. What comes after death is to us far more important than what comes before. And so you got to understand, the world might tell you that they might say, eat, drink, and be merry because they, they, you know, they only see what's in front of them right now. Oh, just eat, drink, be merry, just take it easy, you know. But you got to understand there's another side. There's a big picture that we got to see. And you got to understand that the moment, let me tell you something, the moment you receive Christ, the enemy opposes you. The moment you receive, because you got to understand, amen, when you're in the world, you chase sin. But when you receive Christ, sin chases you. So you have to understand, the moment you receive Christ, the enemy is trying to take you back. That's why the word tells us in 1 Peter 5 and 8, it tells us this. It says that Satan comes as a lion seeking. In other words, he's stalking you, seeking whom he may devour. You got to understand, many of y'all in here perhaps, but most of y'all in here that, that, that know Christ, you've been stalked since you received Christ. That's why many times you go through the things that you're going, because there's a stalker after you. Sometimes the enemy would send, Satan would send his imps, he would send demons, amen, to spy on you, amen. Peter can talk about this because Jesus told him, he said, the enemy desires to sift you as wheat. In other words, he was telling him that enemy is stalking you to try to see your weak point. It doesn't matter if you have a title, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor, elder, minister, deacon, evangelist, prophet, it doesn't matter, amen. The enemy is trying to take you out every day. And he, st he stalked some of y'all all the way to, to Virginia from North Carolina. He stalked you all the way here. 
because he's trying to see a weak spot. He found a weak spot in Peter, but Peter recovered. He found a weak spot in Judas, but Judas never recovered. But he's still stalking you right now. He don't care if you got a title. If one person make you mad, he can work on you with that. Amen. He gets you to stop coming to church. That's why some of y'all got slack. You don't even realize why you got slack. But it's because the enemy, the stalker is getting to you. And he's just looking for a crack. Some of y'all been getting away, but now you're getting slack. You're putting your guard down. Some of you are half coming to church, all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to people with titles. You're half coming to church, and all of a sudden, now your guard is dropping. You're getting slack. And enemies watching. See, let me tell y'all something right now. The way they got Bin Laden, Bin Laden fell on. I'm going to tell y'all something. This, what I'm telling you right now used to be classified information. But the way they got Bin Laden, Bin Laden fell off the radar for years. No, they thought he was still in the mountains, and they were trying to find him. And all of a sudden, they said, let's forget that. We don't know where he is because he had put his guard up, and he, everything he did, he did meticulously. Until all of a sudden, when they began to put out some money, $27 million what it told the world to anybody that had information where he was. And see, I'm telling you what, if somebody paid 25, somebody $27 million to tell them where you at? <laughs> Your cousin Ray Ray pooking all that. I know where he is. They don't even know where he at. I know where he at. I know. I'll see if I can find <laughs> Pookie, Sean, Sean, all of them. them they, they, they'll become the FBI. <laughs> And all of a sudden, there was one guy, a courier, when they started going to prisons and everywhere, they were asking people, they, and they tell them there's $27 million. But all of a sudden, one name started coming up, one name, and it was a courier. And they began to follow this courier, one guy. And, and he would go in, and he would come back. He would go, they follow. And, and so, in fact, when they first started checking on the courier, amen, all the documents said that he was dead. And all of a sudden, the, the carrier, you know, it, when, when they even make the phone call, they were very meticulous of how they made the phone call. Nobody could trace them. But all of a sudden, it had been so long, and it, they're getting away with it. And, and, and all of a sudden, now, it, 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 he dropped his guard, and he went and changed the phone. When he changed the phone, see, they, they were already watching him. And when he changed the phone, he made one phone call too many. And they traced the phone. Traced the phone to the compound. When they traced the phone to the compound, then they looked and they said that he go, they said they, they found out when they begin to look, intelligence begin to look, they knew there were children in there and there was there was a few adults and they noticed there were two tall, slender men that they picked up. But they would never come outside of the compound. The walls were tall, they had barbed wire around the top. Nobody could see in. And all of a sudden they said he they, they, he, he moved to a position when they could see. They said that looked like, like him. We think that is Bin Laden right there. And then they begin to start putting together it because one guy, because they had been stalking Bin Laden, and the enemy is stalking you the same way. Waiting for you to drop your guard. Or waiting for you. And all they got to do, brothers, amen, if, if, if somebody walk by, if he see, if you look at somebody like, mm. He said, oh, he got a weakness right there. 
sisters, if you see you look one wrong way, it, it, it could be shopping could be your weakness. Whatever it might be, whatever you're doing on that computer. Got a demon looking in the window saying, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah. I've just seen a few more of those his way. His, yeah. And all of a sudden now, you're like Peter. You start following from afar off. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you're you following, following from afar off now. Now you become, you know, now, now, you, now, now all of a sudden you're on diet worship. You're on diet worship now. You just come here every now and then. You, and die. Then you become a secret agent Christian. You don't even want nobody to know you're preaching no more. You're in the back. Amen. So touch your neighbor and ask him to say, you know, are you on diet worship? <laughs> Tell him, say, you know, you, you're not getting slim of the word, are you? But you got to understand, that's the way they got Bin Laden. Next thing they did, they came in with helicopter. Y'all saw the picture with, with President looking up there, he's looking at the camera. That's how they got him. And that's why even after they got him, they wasn't sure. They said, the, President Obama said, until they send back the pictures, and they, when, when they got him, they even got DNA. They got bone marrow, all kinds of stuff. They said, we got to make sure this is him. Amen, somebody. Enemy does the same thing. He makes sure, yeah, yeah it, it, or, or, is this the one that used to shout? Is this the one that used to testify? Is this the one that used to praise? Is this the one that used to show out in church? Is this the one that used to run and say, I don't care what happened, I'm going to keep praising God? Is this the one that used to give God glory? Is this the one that used to shout and would testify and don't care who's around would give God praise? Is this the one right here? My God, my God, can I preach it like I feel it up in here? Somebody shout glory up in this house. Everybody that's shown us saved, give God some praise up in this house. My God, my God, my God, my God. Let, let me tell you, everybody in here that know that the devil know you saved, stand up and give God praise up in here. You know the devil knows you saved. Amen, somebody. Amen. Don't, don't, don't mess it up now. Because, because somebody might say, yeah, you standing, but I was I was knocking the boots with you last night. What what are you on the corner doing that you know wouldn't please God? My God, my God. We're talking about heaven and hell right here. You, you got to understand, it, it, you, you can't just get saved, amen, after you after you die. How many of y'all know you can't pour concrete in the rain? Your house got to be ready to go. Amen. See, you got to do this when the sun is shining. Yeah, everybody want to pour concrete. Oh, the God doesn't come and crack the sky. Now I got to pour some concrete. Got to try to get my foundation right now. You either on sand or you on a solid rock. And that rock is who? Jesus. And see, when you on that shift of sand, amen, y'all you, you, know how it is when you walk on the beach. You, 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 you know, uh, uh, Mr. LeJune, you know how you walk on the beach, you just, you just moving all over the place because, you know, 
But see, when you on that rock, you were talking, you were singing about a few minutes ago, amen, you can jump up and come down, and he's still there. Oh, yes, sir. You can jump up and come down, and you know he's still there. Amen. When, how many of y'all know when you come down, God still got you? Amen. When you serving him. He said, I would never leave you no forsake. Amen. Sit down just a minute. I'm getting ready to let you go. Good God of my. Anybody getting anything out of this? Anybody glad you came? Because, see, you got to understand. How many of y'all remember that? Hey, 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 uh, uh, Elder Reggie, you remember when we used to little, we, we, we had a little thing called connect the dots. You remember that? You remember that? See, when you see, some of y'all went after, some of y'all have recovered. The enemy got you. The stalker got you. But, but then now, what you do, you connect the dots. And when you go back and connect the dots, you see exactly where the enemy started working on you. Y'all remember, when you, you don't know what happened at first, but when you go back and say, wait a minute, how did he track me like that? But when you connect the dots and you finish, it paints what? A picture. To show you exactly what happened. Tell your neighbor, say, connect the dots, baby, connect them. You, 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 you got to connect the dots. So you got to understand the battle of the Lord. And we see the rich man, it said, lifted up his high eyes in hell. It said he lifted up his eyes in hell. So that lets us know right there that hell is a place. I got to hurry on here. And, and so you got to understand, your question is, where are you making reservations? What place are you making reservations in? And so he lifted up his eyes in hell because we see torment. Jesus talks about torment four times in the text. Because the thing about it is, when he was tormented, he could see paradise but couldn't get to it. That'll mess you up right there. I can see where I would like to be, but I can't even get to it. Good God Almighty. Because you got to understand, after this, it's over, whatever you have done. And see, the thing about it is, in hell, it lets you know you maintain your senses of seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling, and tasting. Because now, he said, I pray, you know, send Lazarus, amen, and, 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 and take and, 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 and just his finger. When a, drop, when a drop of water would change your situation, you're in a bad fix. You know, that's torment right there. One drop of water would change the situation. And you see, you, see, you got to understand, when, when you die, wherever your mindset was, it locks that in. If you were nasty, if you didn't care, it locks that in. Because here you got to understand, he's now in hell. And you got to understand now, when he's being tormented down there, he's still asking for Lazarus. He still think Lazarus was in, uh, being tormented, and he still think Lazarus was supposed to serve him. My God, my God. Send Lazarus and, 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 and have him dip his finger in. See, now you got to understand, as we begin to look at the text, amen, you have the same character. You have the same attitude, fully conscious of where you are. You can feel because he will burn it up. You can feel everything. And then he said, Father Abraham, now he got kinfolk religion. See, some of y'all ask, well, you, you, you say, well, my mama. Yeah, my mama and my grandmama, I tell you, she, woo, she. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm asking about you. And, and so here, now we see here that they would switch positions now. We see now that Lazarus is in, in comfort and luxury. And now we see now that the rich man is now being tormented as we're going through this thing. He said, all the roles have now switched. My God, my God. And so now, but see, he wants a drop of water. But guess what? What would have happened if he received the living water when he was on this side in this lifetime? 
you got to receive delivered. Any of y'all receive delivered water? Who done had a drink? Holler up in here. If you had your living water. My God, my God. He got the living water. And you got to understand what you, what you see here. In hell, there's no repentance. You can't get down there and say, you, and, and you say, well, I'm just on parole. Because, see, you got to understand, all the wretchedness that you were, all that is still down there in hell. You, you got to understand, it's permanent when you mess up like that. My God. And, and you got to understand, there was no passage from heaven and to hell and back. There was a, you can't get, you can see it, but, you, but he couldn't get there. My God. And, and, and this thing was bad. So you got to understand, when you look at it, when you're in hell, you will never go to heaven. And when you're in heaven, you will never go to hell. Everybody want to go to heaven, just give, just holler right there. You know you want to go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Woo, my God, my God. And, and so when you look at this thing, and, and let, let, now get this right here. He didn't carry his money within the hell, but he carried his memory. He didn't carry his money, but he carried his memory. And just memory of serving, memory of the opportunity where you could have, oh my God, could have received Christ. It's torment right there because you think of all the opportunities that you had to receive Christ. How many of y'all glad you already received him? Just thank Lord, I'm glad I already received him. My God, can I have a few more minutes? Amen, can I? Amen. Ten of y'all said I could have a few more minutes. Can I have just a few more minutes to finish this? Shout glory if it's okay. Amen. And, and, and so we see here that when we begin to look at this thing, because that remember the memory of his lifetime and where he was, that's what he had. But then it says, there will, you, you'll be able to recognize your friends, your family. you still remember them. See, somebody said, well, when you get there, you don't remember. Oh, yes, you do remember, too. Oh, you remember that, that everything. When I get to heaven, I remember. But let me tell you something. There's something about heaven that's going to be so good. It's, it tells us that all of our tears will be wiped away. So even if I know somebody didn't make it, it's, it's something that's so good and awesome about it, I won't even cry. Tell your neighbor, I'm not going to cry for you now, so you need to get it right now. Woo. And, and, he, and, and he said, look here. He it, he says, I've got five brothers. He said, I pray you send somebody, amen, to them. I've got five brothers. Now, I want you to listen to this. I'm going real fast. I, got, I want to get you out of here before somebody jangle their keys. And, 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 and I said, I've got five brothers. But what you got to understand, now is the time to talk to your family. Now is the time to talk to your family. See, see you, you, let me tell you all something. This is what you should be talking about at the family reunion. See, you should be talking about this at the family reunion. This should be your platform. Oh, we're going to have fun and do all this other stuff, but God should be your platform. Because I'm going to tell you all right now, I want nobody in my family to go to hell. Amen, somebody. Anybody with me up in here? Because, see, most of the time it's this time of the year, everybody having the family reunion. And many times there's a lot of folk that don't want to talk about hell. But you got to understand, this is the time to talk about it right now. He, now he want to send somebody to his brother. That's why I, I'm telling y'all right now, I thank God that both of my brothers are in here right now. Both of them saved, both of them preachers. Give God a hand praise for that right there. Amen, somebody. Amen. And th th their wives are saved. Amen. I bless God for that right there. Amen, somebody. 
you got to understand, my, my father saved, he's sitting right there, amen. So when he die, ain't got to be, ain't trying to pull him out the casket. Amen. How many saved? Just make some noise. Amen. If you saved in the house, my God, my God. Listen to this. I, I, I got to get you out of here. But, but see, you got to, he said, go tell my brothers. Go tell them that this place exists. Go tell them that this place is real. That's why whatever God tells me to do sometimes, you know, I'll be like, oh, my God, you God, you want me to do But I say, if you tell me, whatever you tell me to do, that means you're going to make a way where I can do it. I will not stand before you and, 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 and you say, look, I told you to do a certain thing and you didn't do it. Amen, somebody. Amen, I, I got to do what God told me to do. And, and so what we see here is that Abraham, Abraham told him this. He said, they have Moses and they have the prophets and let them hear them. It talks about hearing. He said, you got to hear and not only do, do you have to hear, you got to do. Amen, somebody. You got to do what God tells you to do. And, and so it moves on and because it says later on Jesus raised the man from the dead and people still didn't change. Y'all remember who what his name was? Lazarus. Another Lazarus. <laughs> I, I wish I had time to mess with that right there, but I got the boot on. Boy, I would, uh, I, I, I would love to ship it in gear right there. Amen. Because you know, you, you got to understand, God will give you a sign. He always will give you a sign. Amen. When he do things. He said, okay, I'm going to raise him from the dead. And when they raised him from the dead, not only did they want to kill Lazarus, amen, they wanted to kill Jesus. And y'all know they crucified him. Good God Almighty. And, and so we see here, amen, that you got to be, amen, more than almost. He said, because Abraham told me, he said, even if somebody came from the dead, he would still not be persuaded. We see, amen, when, oh, my God, when Paul talked to King Agrippa, amen, Paul, Paul was one of the baddest evangelists to ever walk the earth, amen, and, and Paul laid out a sermon to him, and when he got through preaching to King Agrippa, King Agrippa said, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. How many of y'all know as much as you can, as far as you can go with almost is almost? If you almost made it, that means you didn't make it. If you almost won, that means you lost. If you almost got there, that means you didn't get there. Ask your neighbor, say, are you almost or are you really already saved? The Bible says that even, even demons believe there's a God and tremble. Now, if demons believe and you, and you don't believe, Demons can't even make it to heaven. And they say, we done seen Jesus do some stuff that we scared to death. Amen. We believe and tremble. Somebody shout glory up in here. My God, if demons believe and tremble, you can't even receive them as Lord and Savior. Come on now. My God, I got to get out of here. You got to understand the word of God is the final appeal. I said the word of God is the final appeal. And today is the day of salvation. Everybody standing up.